Welcome, sports fans, to the third episode of You Bet. It is Friday, June 3rd, 2022. It's the first week of June. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose, specifically speaking to you, Mike. Recap, uh, we're going to recap last week. We'll talk about the NBA Finals, NHL playoffs. They're heating up, and we're feeling like it is baseball season with a lot of good stuff happening there. So we'll share our stellar picks with you today. Yes. We're on the horn. Who's on the field today? We have the man with the plan, Mike. What's up, everybody? We have our brother from another mother, Dave. Hey, everybody. And I'm Jeff, hopefully here to learn something just like you. So... Let's start off, Mike, with you. How did you do last week? I gave a little bit of foreshadowing, but how did you do? Well, it's the uh, June gloom here in uh, LA, and I am definitely taking that to heart. Uh, <laughs> well, I uh, I thought for sure that uh, Boston would win game six against uh, Miami, and they lost. I thought it would stay under. It did not. I lost. Then uh, I thought the Yankees were an underdog, so that made sense to bet against the Yankees. And, well, that lost. And uh, I did pick St. Louis to come back against uh, Colorado, and they lost with one second left in the game. So, overall, I think it was a positive week (laughs) for negativity. How do you figure? <laughs> well, I think it takes just as much skill to lose everything that it does to win everything. So I'm, <laughs> if I come out 50-50, that's no fun. So so just listen to me and just bet the opposite. Best advice of the day. Dave, yes. how did you do how did you do last week? Uh I didn't do much better. I I won one. Hey. So I got that. <laughs> All right, I'll put that on the board. Yeah, um, part of it was kind of following with uh, with Mike there too. So I think I've learned my lesson. We had the Boston under two hundred one, which was a loss out and over. Uh, Colorado in their game, they lost. Carolina in their uh, NHL game, they lost. But I did hit the over on that. San Francisco Giants against the Reds. Um, Reds are, I guess, they are streaking well. And uh, so San Francisco lost that one. And then Liverpool came out and decided that they did not want to win the Champions League. And they played like crap. And all their fans really hate them right now. Uh, total lackluster uh, uh, performance. And it's something that you typically don't see out of that team. But uh, congratulations to Real Madrid on winning the Champions League. Yeah, I watched some of that game. It was surprising to see Liverpool not really show up for that. But for last week, my picks did much better than both of you guys combined. Ding, ding, ding. Five picks, three wins, one loss, one push. I'll take that every week. Uh, we, had the, we had the the over for Celtics and Warriors uh, over a 201, hit 214. Uh, that's nice. One on the Yankees versus Tampa Bay. One on Toronto at the Angels. And I pushed on the under for Astros at Seattle. We had a, uh, a bad miss for the uh, the under for the Rangers and the Hurricanes last week. So that was the only loss I'm recording for the week. So that was lovely. I'm sure uh, that, that streak is going to continue as we get into this week. So we have some things to talk about. We have the NBA Finals going on. And we had a crazy game last night, which was June 2nd, where the Celtics... We're losing. Oh, should we call them the Celtics? I think we should call them the Celtics. 
They can call them the Celtics. <laughs> Came they can on the assholes too. They are the assholes. This is why people hate them because they were they were doing what they're supposed to do. They were losing like they were supposed to. Then all of a sudden, fourth quarter, they put up forty points. Forty points in the fourth quarter against uh, what was it about? It was about nineteen, I think, from Washington points in, the, in uh, Washington from the Warriors um, in the fourth quarter. Did you guys watch any of that, Mike? What do you think? I I did watch it. I saw that the. Uh... The Celtic assholes were up, were down 15, and then they outscored them 40 to 16, which is crazy. Like they just couldn't miss, and it was it was actually really quick. Like I looked, I'm like, oh, they're gonna lose. About five minutes later, I come back, I'm like, oh, it's a three point game, and then I looked again, and they're up 11. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so yeah, I guess defense really does win championships, and. Uh, Boston has the number one defense, so I guess that's what's what's killing them. And somehow, ESPN had it to where 86% of the the Celtics had about a 86% chance to win the series. And I'm like, that's crazy. But all the money is coming in on the Warriors, so it looks like Vegas is going to win. <laughs> but it's only game one, and uh, we've we've known the Warriors to blow a 3-1 lead, so maybe uh, the Boston Celtics will Celtics will do that too. That's right. They did. They did. They did blow that three-one uh, lead at some famous time in our recent history. Yes. Hey, what do you think this means for the rest of the of the series? There. I think on uh, the next game, uh, Golden State's minus four and a half. I think they're going to come out fired up, and I think they're going to cover that. And I think that spread's going to continue to increase. Like Mike was saying, all the money was going to Golden State. I think Golden State's chance to come back and right the ship a little bit. Um, you know, a little bit of a wake-up call to say we can't just walk on the court and win this, and uh, we have to actually play. So um, that's what's Vegas looking at here. Like, does anybody have a, a good estimate? I looked at this game. I said, "Wow, they just got blown out, embarrassed at home." Wow, like, why do they get the minus four? Why are they favored going into game two? Because most, more than likely, a series goes back and forth especially in the finals. Both teams are usually evenly matched. They've won a lot. They've, they're they the two best, in theory, uh, teams in the league. So it's hard to consistently beat a really good team. And Golden State has to win this. Uh, Boston's already got the split, so they have home court advantage. So you would assume Golden State would come out with a little more fire, a little more uh, urgency, as they say. So, so yeah, I mean, Yesterday's spread was three and a half. Uh, I guess this is Saturday spread. Or no, Sunday spread is four and a half. So it's actually more. Uh, totals 215 and a half. At least that's what I got right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the 215 and a half is high, but the Warriors have to win. So I see why they're. I, I would. Well, Vegas sets these lines to get 50, uh, 50% of the people to bet on each side. So. I think the majority of the nation is going to think the Warriors are going to win, so they bumped it up a point. I think, like, why not? I'll get that free point and still get all the money. But you've said about it coming out hot. Okay, so let me go take this back again. It's about the game that, that happened. They, the Warriors had 92 points at the end of the third quarter. Yep. 92 points. That is not that's not a small amount. It's not like they weren't trying the first three quarters of the game. <laughs> like they were coming out trying to win this game. They put up 32 points in the first quarter alone. So and 38 in the third. 
in the third. So they were obviously like, I know we say, oh, he's going to come out hot and win, but what the hell happened to have it fall apart so bad in the fourth quarter? I did not watch it personally, so I can't say, you know, speak to it, but I just look at the, the results and say, wow, shake my head that the that Boston put up 40 and Golden State putting up 16 is just, is just ridiculous. And I think it's, it's very telling for what's going to happen in the next game. But for me, my opinion on that is that, uh, if I had to pick a game, because that's what we do, I'm going to pick the under for uh, the next game of the series. I think that defense will prevail. I think that they're going to want to slow some things down. They're not going to let the Celtics want to uh, run away with a 40-point fourth quarter. Uh, I think the Warriors will be a little more cautious uh, uh, with that and then play a little more smart basketball. I think 215 and a half is high, given all the, the numbers from uh, the recent games and, and performances. That does look like it is uh, is bumped up a bit from probably how this game turned out yesterday. But I, I do think the under here is is the smart play. Dave, do you have a good pick for this game? I take Golden State minus four and a half. I think they're going to come out and I think they're going to shoot. I'd stay away from the over and the under because Boston obviously has shown that they can score. Warriors are going to, you know, I think they're going to wake up and they're going to say, we got to score the crap out of the, the game here like they typically do when they take over the game. Um, they're so streaky that they could be down by 10 and then, you know, Boston will miss three shots and uh, the Warriors come down and hit four threes in a row and all of a sudden they're winning. So uh, I think there, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this. If anything, I'd say uh, I like the over on this. Um, and I, I like, I like Golden State, but I'll stick with just my Golden State minus four and a half for my pick. Mike, what do you think? Mm. Oh, man. I got to agree with one of you. I think I'm going to agree with Dave. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh, Dave. Uh-oh. No, no. I know. No, I know. With Kiss of death. Exactly. I'm taking my pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I. it makes no sense for the line to go up. But I, I mean, I guess I explained why. They're like, everyone's going to be betting the Warriors. So... If I was a smart man, I would go against the trend, try to make some money, but I, I can't get past the Warriors. I mean, the Warriors, that was their first loss at home, the entire playoffs. They've, I don't, I, I can't see them losing this game. So maybe I'm just going to go Golden State on the money line. I'm just going to pick them to win. Okay. <laughs> and that... Force Dave to go look up what the money line is. <laughs> I don't even think I, I. I don't even think I could get it yet. Um, now four and a half will probably be. I don't know. Two fifty three. Yeah. Something like that. The exciting portion of our podcast is waiting for. Where's our research team? Research. 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 What's, no, what's I, the money I, line going to be? I don't be? have a line. I don't have a money line on that yet. No. Well. I understand what you're saying there. I understand what you're saying. It's a must-win game for them. Wait, I got it. It's minus 185, and it went down to four. Wow. Because I picked them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I did not realize I had that much influence. Vegas is listening to our podcast live. That's fantastic. (laughs) Why is there a knock at my door? I don't understand. Did Morrison pick these guys? Uh, all right. So good. So you get the money line for Golden State. I have yep. the over, and Dave has Golden State Warriors with the uh, minus 
four. We'll give you the extra half point, Dave. Thanks, man. No problem. All right, we'll see how that turns out, but I bet it's going to be a very interesting game. I'm I'm pretty confident in my under, so move on. Move on to hockey. There's some hockey going on still, uh, quite a bit of it, actually. And we're watching the Rangers continue to to play quite inspired hockey, which of course not, took out the beloved Penguins here for some people on on the on the call. But they are playing good hockey. So yes. emotion aside, they are looking quite good. They have been rolling over people. The last game, what was it, six to two against uh, the Tampa Bay? Yep. And uh, yeah. Six to two. That that's yeah, and they, they continue to score. It's just it's amazing how they how well they're putting together uh their offense. Uh and that game tonight is against Tampa Bay at uh at eight o'clock. And I like the over. It's at five and a half. I think that Tampa Bay is gonna have to try to to just outshoot and outwork the Rangers. I don't think how else they're gonna stop them. They have to be, have a stronger offense, they have to put more pressure on them. It's the only way Tampa Bay has a chance. So because of that, I think Rangers are going to continue to stay hot. I think Tampa Bay has to show up and put some some uh, pucks in the goal. Right, that's what you're supposed to do. So uh, <laughs> yeah, that helps. <laughs> that helps. So I'm going to take the over five and a half there. And then we have um, in uh, tomorrow on June fourth, eight o'clock, Colorado versus Edmonton. Uh, it was uh, four to zero their last game. Edmonton's shots per game is just continuing to decline. I don't know what's going on with their offense, but it's continuing to uh, trend downwards. I think Vegas has this game completely wrong for the totals. I think that um, I think that they have pegged at seven right now for the total, and that seems incredibly, incredibly high for how bad Edmonton has Edmonton has played um, and Colorado's defense. So I just don't think that's I think that's an easy one here. And because of that, I'll probably be wrong, but it looks like Vegas has this one wrong. So I'm going to take the under seven in the Colorado versus Edmonton uh, game tomorrow at eight. Um, Dave, what are you seeing on the hockey rink? Well, on the ice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The rink. Um, (laughs) The rink. (laughs) It's on the pond. Oh, good Lord. So uh, I I hate the Rangers, but I think they're playing just way too good right now. I like that whole. Uh, I think they're they're minus one twenty five in this in the series now. Um, you can still wow. bet that series for them to win, even though they're up one zero. You can't bet the Colorado Edmonton series because Colorado's already up two nothing. Um, Edmonton's uh, plus one hundred four in that game. Yes, the the seven, and then you got Colorado minus one twenty four in the money line. <laughs> so, uh, the the thing that I would look at is I think you got to look at the health. Um, of some of the players that are out there and isn't it, wasn't it Colorado's who's a, who's the goalie that got hurt? Edmonton's goalie got hurt. Edmonton's goalie. So that I think that over seven might actually be doable. Um, So I'm going to go against you, Jeff, and I'm going to, I think they're either going to hit the seven or they're going to go over. Um, And I will take, uh, I'll take Colorado to win this as well. be a good game for you to watch so if we look at the uh rangers and lightning now the last series the lightning played carolina uh oh gee the hurricanes and uh they ended up giving up 
three goals the entire series, the Lightning did. They shut them out in one goal each one. And then the Rangers scored double that in game one. So I can't understand the Rangers at all, but I don't like them. So I'm going to pick Tampa Bay because they're the two-time champs. Again, I think uh, Rangers coming off a high of winning game seven, um, playing well. Tampa Bay had a long, long rest because they had swept Carolina. So I think that Tampa Bay will now regroup and show them why they have won the cup two years in a row. So I think that I'm going to take them minus 130. And as much as I would like Edmonton to make the finals, I don't think they will, but I don't think they're going to get swept. So I'm going to take a flyer on the Oilers here and probably pick them in a, what they call a gentleman's sweep. I think Colorado will win 4-1 in the series, but I think Edmonton gets this game because again, it, I, they have to. I mean, this is their whole season, so they're going to throw everything at them. And uh, I believe it will be enough. So that is my educated, wonderful opinion. <laughs> you're saying they have to leave everything on the ice, is what you're saying. That's what they're saying. They have to leave it all on the table. <laughs> Bobby Boucher is going to come out. What <laughs> <laughs> dogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All Get right. A this on Cougars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're mixing our sports metaphors, but I like it. So we yeah. are we are in in pretty good disagreement across the board on what's happening with hockey. Good job, guys. We we will have at least a winner somewhere. Yeah, one of us are going to win something here. But I think that just shows that there's some interesting things uh, to look at here when looking to pick some of these these games and. I liked your, so, you know, your point on Tampa Bay about, uh, you know, they, they, they're going to really show up against the Rangers, but I just, I just can't see that happening. I'm not, I was on the fence on that pick too, Mike. That's in hearing you talk about it. I was like, I do like Tampa Bay at, at minus one thirty. But then you heard who's talking, right? But then I was like, I think Mike's going to pick them. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, that's probably a stay away pick. <laughs> smart, smart. Uh, I'll stick with my over there. All right, guys. So that, that wraps up the world of hockey on the rink and then um all right so i heard there's there's also also some some baseball going on let's go back to you mike uh what are you seeing on the on the field uh, apparently i'm seeing the cincinnati reds go in the world series or something what <laughs> what i'm kidding what's the line uh, no, on that playing good baseball lately uh i text a stat to you guys this week they were they were like 13 and 7 in the last 20 which is third best compared to the Dodgers and the Yankees. I'm like, well, there you go. So, yeah, I I actually think that they continue their winning ways. Uh, I think Cincinnati wins today. They're playing the Nationals, who are not a good team. Um, and I know everyone thinks Cincinnati's not a good team, but I think they just started bad. So I'm going to pick Cincinnati Reds, minus 130. They're actually favored now. Um, and... Uh, let me stop you there, Mike. I have a note on that game because I was looking at it too. And my note was Cincinnati may actually win. <laughs> I actually wrote that down. I'm reading it as you're talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to pick it. But that was my thought when I was looking at it too, that they're um, they they they're looking much better. Right, right. Um, I also think that 
There's a real good game that's going to go on later tonight. Uh, the Mets and Dodgers, uh, two very hot teams um, out here in L.A. Uh, Dodgers minus 150 uh, against a, a good team. Uh, I, I'm going to take a flyer on the Mets. They lost yesterday 2-0. Um, and I don't think that they've lost two in a row in the season. So hmm. I... Don't quote me on that, but I want to pick. I'm going to pick a couple of underdogs here. I think the Mets, as a slight underdog, uh, they're probably about plus 130. I don't have the exact total. Um, and you guys are all going to laugh at this one. I'm going to take a flyer on the Detroit Tigers. Oh. What? Yes, Yankees are minus 335. So that gives me a, probably about a two plus 250 plus 270 or so on the Tigers. 285. With my guns, that Garrett Cole is not a Cy Young pitcher, even though he's currently pitching like one. Uh, I'm going to take a flyer on the Detroit Tigers to upset a monumental upset of the the Yankees today because they just came off a big series against the Angels, played a doubleheader yesterday. So I'm saying Detroit's going to come in here and maybe surprise them. I think that's I'm a good so, um, no, I'm going against him on that one. <laughs> one of my picks there. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm taking uh, Yankees first five innings. Um, and I actually, I like the, uh, I, I would stick with the first five. And I think he is going to come in and still beat them. I, I think Detroit is still average at best. And you got the Yankees at home. You got Cole starting. I think he is a Cy Young pitcher. Not um, that good. And I think I think they'll win the first five innings. What's the line on that? Uh, they, 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 those typically come out a little bit closer to the start. Okay. Yeah. So you have your rate of pounce on that when when the line comes in that's available. So Mike, I mean, money line money line right now is minus one fifty, and if you want to give up one and a half <clears throat> runs, it's uh, minus uh, one forty five. Minus one fifty and minus one forty five. Minus three fifty on the money line and okay. minus one and a half uh, runs is uh, minus 145. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, so Mike, your money line on that that I see here uh, to pick Detroit is plus 285. I like it. So I like, I like it. it's funny because I looked at that game as well. Um, I think that the Yankees are freaking hot, man. They're just, they're, they're hitting the ball. They're playing well. But I wanted to stay away from because I felt like it was a trap. Uh, I they got uniforms and everything. They, yeah. <laughs> they probably have at least two or three game balls. So, I mean, that's important. Um, no, I, I do think the Yankees are playing really good baseball. But I chose this as a stay away. So I'll let you two fight it out here. Um, I, I'm staying out of out of the mix of that. I, I think Yankees are a very good uh, team. But I think Detroit does have a chance to upset here as well. So I'm, I don't like anything with it. Run away. Run away. Run away. Anything else, Mike? Any other games? I, I no. I picked three baseball games, which is pretty fun. Good. good I good, don't good. even know what other teams are left. <laughs> well, I got a few here too. Dave, I want to go over to you next, though. What, what do you What do you see on with baseball? Well, I like like I said, I'll take the Yankees first five, and I'm actually going to do a homer bet here. I'm taking Guardians uh, on the road against Baltimore. Uh, you know they're they play really well against the uh, the crappy teams, and then they play really really bad against the good teams. So um, I got to see them play a little bit yesterday at home, and they're actually a fun team to watch. So uh, I'm going to do my homer pick here and take the Guardians. 
with Justin Bieber on the mound? Yep. Uh, you got yeah, Justin Bieber on the mound against Bruce Zimmerman. His yes, his uh, his uh, made up jersey, the one where you're allowed to pick your own name, is just not Justin. I think that's hysterical. That yeah. that should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I see the money line on that one, Dave, as uh, minus one forty for Cleveland yep. over Baltimore. I was looking at that too, but I actually, I like that game. I wrote down that I like that game a lot. I like Bieber on the mound for this game, but I felt that if I bet them, they would lose. So I wanted to stay away from it. Every time I bet the Guardians, <laughs> I think they've lost. So I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to watch some of this game and see. Uh, oh, you figured out how to watch it? No, uh, but I'm going to try again <laughs> to, to watch it. If not, I'll watch the updates as they come in. But yeah, I like, I like your pick there, Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away from it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to put a bet on that one. So my, my picks here is uh, tonight, 7.07. We have Twins at Blue Jays. I like Blue Jays all day. They're minus 200. I think this is an easy pick. Twins have a new pitcher taking the mound. Uh, and uh, I think that Blue Jays are going to continue to just to dominate. And I think the Twins uh, are just getting used to getting beaten up. And they're just going to take it like they should. So uh, Blue Jays is an easy pick there, minus 200, 710. Uh, I, I like the over with White Sox at Tampa Bay. It was uh, three to eight, their, their last game. I think it's easy. Um, again, here, I think this is, this is one I looked at where I said, wow, I don't know why the uh, over is only seven. So I'm going to take it and enjoy it. And then I'm, I liked it so much. I think I'm going to take it tomorrow as well where they have uh, Cease and Rasputin on the mounds against each other, whatever his name is. Rasputin's back. <laughs> Rasputin. Uh, yeah, I think they both are, are going to give up a lot of hits. So, uh, yeah, so I think that that over is, is pretty solid for today and tomorrow. I'm only going to take it for today, though. I'm just looking at it for tomorrow so far. We'll see how today goes. I recommend uh, checking that out for, for tomorrow as well with White Sox and Tampa Bay. And for my last one, I did pick three here, was uh, Red Sox at Oakland. Both pitchers are pretty bad. Both have super high ERAs. Both have a 940 game to prove something. I don't know whether the reasons there are, but for me, the <laughs> over looks solid at seven as well. Um, I did look at that game a couple times. I went back to it. And I do think that the, uh, the ERAs there just kind of give the indicator that the over is, uh, is the right pick for that game. So I ended up picking a lot of totals this week, more than I usually do. But I do, you know, I do like uh, I do I do like uh, looking at the totals quite a bit, especially with the pitchers. Using uh, looking at the ERAs and looking at what the teams have done and the streaks that they're on, I feel um, there's more like this is just more information to look at when you're looking at those totals for for baseball uh, than compared to some other sports where you're kind of where they don't play each other as often or there's more of a rotation. Um, uh, for, for the players that, that are out there. So, I mean, when you guys look at these for, for baseball, do you guys see the same thing for, for overs? Are you just looking at those, those pitcher ERAs or are you looking more at total team performance and their trends over the recent past to pick, you know, a total win, like winners over losers instead of totals? How do you guys look at that, Mike? Uh, well, yeah, definitely it all with baseball. It's always about the pitchers. Uh, you really got to look up your pitchers to see how they're playing and uh, location as well. Like, it, you can look at. Oh, here we go games. again. The fucking <laughs> new ballpark smell. smell. <laughs> no, no, this is legit. This is legit this time. I'm like my other ones wasn't legit. This is really legit. Like, I, I'm looking at the two totals here. Uh, you've got the uh, Padres and Brewers playing, 
their total six and a half. And right below it is Atlanta and Colorado. Their totals 11 and a half. It's a five run difference. And it's because, well, everyone knows Colorado with the, with the thin air up there, the ball carries more. So that's like a legit factor that you look into. Uh, and there's two terrible pitchers going. I mean, well, not horrible. They're both five and two and four and two, but their ERAs, well, actually, their ERAs are six and a half combined, and their t- run the total in the game is 11 and a half. I think it's just Colorado. So, uh, baseball, like the runs have been up this year, which is uh, across the board, we've all made every rule and every advantage to offense because that's all we want to see. So, Basketball scoring was up. The baseball scoring is up. Football scoring is up. Mini golf is down. <laughs> yes. Yes, golf is down. So, so yeah, um, there's uh, – and there's always the, the conspiracy, conspiracy theories about baseballs that they're using, which is always fun. They're cracking down on pitchers using substances, and now they have a pitch clock and the minors that they're going to introduce. So – I do think that everything is favoring the offense. So, yes, but I think the absolute main factor is always your pitcher. So, I do look at the ERAs. I do look at where they're playing, and uh, the weather. You know, wind weather. We the weather. The wind all the time. Yeah, we did. We actually, um, Mike. I think weren't you in Pittsburgh and you called me up and you're like, "Hey, the wind is blowing out like crazy. Bet the over in this game." And they had it by like the third or fourth inning. Yes. Uh, Oh, there's the leadoff a guy hit a homer, which is hysterical. <laughs> and, and you know, we've there's there's websites that are out there that it'll actually show the U.S. map and it'll show the different ballparks and where the wind's blowing. So that's taken into consideration. If you got a heavy wind that's coming in, like you know, in Cleveland or you know, uh, in Detroit or Chicago, where the wind's blowing in and nothing's going to get out of there, then you bet that uh, that under, especially with you know, if you have strong pitchers that are in there. Right. So yeah, you're always. Flyer that you know basically you're betting against home runs, yep. or runs, and now that's all they're what they're all trying to hit too. So, and actually Chicago, like the Wrigley Field, is definitely a wind stadium. I know it's the windy city, but when it blows in, you you can't hit you can't hit it out, and when it blows out, everybody can hit it out. It's it's it is such a huge factor in that total. So. Knowing the wind in Chicago will will help you in your betting betting lines. Good to know. I do like the idea of, of paying closer attention to the the weather um, for that. I think it does it does have a big factor to play. I also think that uh, the, the the leagues, even if it's you know baseball or basketball, like you mentioned, Mike, that the scores are, are all are all higher. Um, I agree. I think that there if, you, if I had to make rules in baseball to favor anything, I would favor the offense too. That's what people do want. They do want to see uh, watching a pitching duel is boring. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care, you know, oh, I want to watch this guy throw, you know, seven pitches and have absolutely nothing happen uh, is not really the best way to uh, enjoy a game. In my opinion, I know some people like are maybe pitchers or pitching coaches that want to see that. But I think the general public want to see hits, want to see defensive plays, want to see home runs. That's what gets people excited. That's what puts people in the seats to buy tickets. That's what sells advertising. That's what builds stats. Like, so, I mean, I, I understand you shouldn't like, you know, juice the balls or anything, you know, or like, you know, using, uh, you know, bats that are, uh, you know, dangerous or anything. But I think, oh, if you can make rules to favor the offense a bit in baseball, I, I do think that that is a, is a good idea. 
and especially since I picked two overs. So I'm just sticking. Yeah. <laughs> they, they can keep making those rules and I'll keep picking the overs, uh, picking the overs for those. Great, great, great. All right, guys, that's a lot of baseball going on. Love baseball season. Let's uh, go over to soccer. There's uh, kind of wrapping up over there, Dave. What else? Uh, what's else still out there of interest? There's a bunch of friendlies that are going on, some stuff leading up to the World Cup. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of buildup going into that. We're going to have a hell of a lot more to talk about that for next week. Uh, but, you know, learn the game, watch the game. Uh, what You know, it's frustrating for Americans because we want scoring, scoring, scoring. Um, and the fact is, is that some of these will be 1-0s, they'll be 1-1s, they'll be 0-0s. Zero, uh, you just got to be able to hang in there and just look at it as the whole battle and not, you know, or the whole war and not each little battle that goes in there. So have fun, enjoy it, and uh, learn the game. That's That'd be my advice for all of us Americans over here. Excellent. Good, Good advice. And one thing about learning the game is also learning the, the structure of all the different uh, leagues. I think that's uh, interesting, and I think that uh, there's a lot, um, a lot there for you know for casual or serious um, fans to do. Really pick up on something they like and then follow it. It gives a lot of opportunity. There are a lot of different, different choices. And if you get a chance to go see a game, I mean that the, the U.S. especially in you know for the you, know, you look at Cincinnati, you look at Columbus, they built these stadiums to replicate what you have over in Europe. You're right on top of the uh, the game. And plus the fact is that, you know, they're, they're, they're very exciting. The fans are getting into it and you can kind of get that feel. I mean, nothing's going to beat going over and watching a premier league game or, you know, over in Italy or something like that. But uh, the fans do get into it. They do replicate that type of feel, but uh, go, go check it out and go uh, learn a little bit more about it. And uh, the U S men's national team is not bad. You know, they, they finally are going to be uh, able to, you know, play in the world cup and uh, get in and have some fun. So, you know, go watch them and go learn. One thing that I wish that they would adopt a little bit in uh, America is the the regulation of the teams, meaning they can they can downgrade teams to a different league, upgrade teams. Like, I think they could for sure do that in Major League Baseball because there's definitely a gap between the top teams and the bottom teams. They really should apply it to college football for sure they should have an upper league and a lower league and i think that would be fantastic because i believe are there lower league championships too dave oh sure yeah yeah i mean don't get me started on college football i like to watch it but it is it is such a broken sport right now college football betting (laughs) oh man there's i mean at this point without even looking i think there's six teams that can win it out of you know, 140 division one teams. Like there's just certain teams that don't have a chance and it's it's not fun for me. I mean, I enjoy watching college football, but like every year it's the same five teams. And it's like, well, what's the point? You know, it's like, it's not really a whole college football championship because if you can eliminate over 90% of the teams before the season starts, what good does that do? I mean, no other league, no other professional league, and literally even like college baseball, college basketball for sure, you can't eliminate any team, but you can't eliminate that percentage amount of teams you've worried. And even if they prove it on the field, like I know you're a big Cincinnati fan. Last year, it was big controversy that got in and they didn't lose. 
like they did nothing wrong anyway they had to fight to get in and it just it just i think it's a big money maker for sure but it, i don't i think it's a broken it's a broken league man so maybe they should have more more championship games that are separated throughout the different groups of teams and we should call them bowls and <laughs> They should, they should, they should maybe go to that structure. Is that what you're saying? No, because nobody even cares about the bowls anymore. Like the bowls don't have any meaning. Like you don't get it. You win the the tidy bowl or whatever you win, and nobody cares. Like nobody remembers it. Even it's even hard to remember who won. If I ask Dave who won the sugar bowl last year, that's a huge bowl. Who won? Exactly. Team Wallet. Team Wallet won. It's Team Wallet right. won. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Like you should remember like the big games, like the the Sugar Bowl and the and the the Rose Bowl. I think I think I remember the Rose Bowl. I think Ohio State won, didn't they? But that's the only reason because I root for Ohio State. But it's like the even the big bowl games that aren't the playoffs, people aren't remembering. And I think that's a big problem coming up for the NCAA. Why? Why do people need to remember games? right it, it, it's in the moment it, next year doesn't matter the previous year doesn't matter it's only this year that matters let's see how people perform watch them play bet down the best the best choice you can make and then you forget about it like i don't you know I, I don't understand why people would want to hold on to the memories of such things it doesn't matter wow i i i think that's where you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, well, but, but people follow their teams and always, I mean, you still have Cleveland Browns fans talking about the 64 championship. I mean, they always remember. That's different games. though. That's a championship. Like, That's a championship. But, I mean, Look, they haven't won in forever. So no, yeah. we always remember uh, Michael Jordan's shot against Elo as a Cavs fan. That's devastating. I mean, we have a lot of bad memories, but there's like in the NFL, not all of the most memorable games are championship games. Like you still remember um, the Music City Miracle, for example. You'll remember um, even baseball has memorable games, but like the, the freaking Bartman game, that wasn't a championship game. That was in the playoffs, but it wasn't championship game. Like you need to remember moments that draw you to that sport and that's what draws people in is the interest you know like the flu game that michael jordan played or the the um all of these particular sports have memorable games but when you go to college i mean i think the most memorable college football game might be the the flutie the flutie uh hail mary which won him the heisman i think but maybe the Texas and USC championship game was up there. But off the top of my head, I can't just remember any great, well, and Miami and Ohio State where my Ohio State won the championship. But again, those are two championship games that you remember. See, that stand I, I out. Disagree, man. Disagree. I think that your diehard fans will remember stuff. Like, you know, Ohio State fans will remember certain games, certain players, certain instances. Uh, you know, uh, the, you know the Bulls, of course, Chicago. They're always going to be remembered. Uh, the Jordan years are always going to be remembered by the the the, the fans of of that. I, I just don't think. I think most most games that if you are not, if it's not your team, right? If it's not like you're you're invested in that team, you're there to watch a good competition. You're there to watch something come out, or you're there to bet and win. <laughs> like which we talking story. about. There's always storylines to every game. Right. You know, people get invested in, and then they see if those storylines actually play out. And if they do, they're like, oh my god, that was great. So, you know, and then it's 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 like watching it's late night, Saturday night, you know, 
West Coast game and you put 25 bucks on something and you're like, now you're, <laughs> and then you care. <laughs> If you won, great. If you lost, great. And then you move on. You move so on. I, I think part, I, I think you're both right. I think, you know, you're, you're vested for that point in time, which like Jeff is talking about. And then you also have some points in time where you're watching, you know, your team. And, you know, I, I'm a Cincinnati guy. So it's, you know, watching the Bearcats go through their run last year and, you know, uh, going to the SMU game. And it was just, it was dynamic. That's, that's a moment in time that I'll remember always. Mm. <clears throat> But will I will I remember you know the the previous game that they played you know earlier? No, because, you know I watched it, but I'll always remember that game because I was there. So yeah. I think there's I, I think there's still you know points that you get bested into, uh, and you'll forget some of the other things too. So it doesn't matter. I'll always remember watching Michigan, you know, get blown up by um, you know App State. Freaking! I was game. in Vegas for that. That was crazy. You I couldn't we even bet that money. Game. There was no line because <laughs> no, they were one double line. A. Yeah, now we can still find a line there. Well, but, technically, we found minus twenty-eight, but I couldn't bet it. Yeah, good thing. Yeah, yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I think we'll leave it as uh, listeners. You need to create your own storylines, follow the games that you find are interesting, and always root for Team Wallet to win. That's actually what matters at the end of the day, in my opinion. Um, The the rest of the storylines, as Dave mentioned, are always interesting. You always find them. And it's great to be a fan. It's great to care. But it's better to check your bank account and be up. (laughs) (laughs) Remember what Jeff said in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So with that, guys, uh, we'll bring it to a close here for, for episode three here on June 3rd. Uh, if you like what you hear, please uh, download, like, and subscribe. Uh, share with a friend. Sharing is caring, especially people who you think need some help with some uh, betting tips. And also, uh, you know, thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor. Good luck, everyone. Bye. Peace. See you.